Yo, today we got Christina and Herb. Hey, Averitt, they're going to be here talking about the education system, giving the power back to your family and figuring out how to pull your kids out of school, teaching them traditional values, what's important to you guys. I did this episode because it's different uh, for the homeschooling folks, people who want to change things for themselves, but really just to educate and show, you know, what happens when you put that work in for your own family. Sure, why they act like tools can't win at the same time? Sporting yourselves and scaling your business with me and mine. When the kitchen got hot, we kept it moving. With us, there's always room for improvement. You got the juice, you gotta prove it. Don't talk about it, just do it. That's what we like to call out for influence. Really ain't no telling what we could do it. Just a little bit of out for influence. Made it to the top floor from the sewage with a little help from out for influence. Leave a five-star rating and review. That way we can keep this podcast going. You can let people know all the good things we're doing here. And if you want to fucking win, join our Facebook groups. It's going to be in the show notes, the winner's recalibration. That's where we do my mindset and talk about all the small things in between. That's going to allow you to stack those wins and win. And if you're not subscribed to our newsletter yet, go to thewinnersparadigm.com. That's the way you're going to hear about all things Alpha Influence Media. If you're trying to be able to build a stellar podcast with stellar podcast production, or you're trying to learn how to win, definitely sign up for our newsletter. Christina and Herb, thank you so much for coming on the Winners Paradigm podcast. It's an honor getting to know you guys uh, firsthand because I knew that we're connected to a tight-knit group. Uh, so awesome to, to finally connect, number one. Number two, you know, could you please give us a little bit of, you know, who you guys are, uh, where you guys are at today and what you're passionate about? Awesome. Well, we are passionate about education and kids and family. I'm Christina Haver. I was a teacher for 27 years in the public education school district, but I left my job to come and work with families instead because I found a need that I couldn't do in the public school anymore. It was time to come out and help families in basically in the trenches or in the day-to-day life instead of just being at school and helping people navigate what that looks like. And it could even mean changing the education for your children. Yeah. And I'm Herbert Hay Averett. And I was in corporate America for a long time, but I was also an entrepreneur most of my life. I've always been trying to build businesses and side hustles. And a few years ago, I hurt myself really bad snowboarding. Um, it wasn't the first time I hurt myself. Uh, brain damage was the, was the, I hurt my body too. So I was as I was fixing my body, I didn't realize how badly I hurt my head. Mm-hmm. So I kind of crashed, had some problems. My life kind of fell apart. And through the process of, of this happening, also watching Christina become more and more dissatisfied with what was happening in the school system, the way the the system was working the way the principals were becoming afraid of the children and bowing to the parents instead of educating the children the children started running the school and the crazy people started running the school so watching all of that happen and then actually kind of being hurt it's like you know this is a perfect time with what's going on to actually try instead of complaining about the school system instead of complaining about the job to actually go out and become to, to create a solution and to become part of the solution. So we've created a school system to help parents get their kids out of school, out of normal school, because normal school system is really broken. And now we are vibrant family, education. vibrant family education. And so we help, we help people bring their kids home 
and educate them at home. And through that process, actually start rebuilding the family unit and the family structure because our family structures have been under attack for the last several years and we need to bring the family back. And right now the school, even the school system is trying to break up the family. The the kids are able to do stuff at school and the teachers are are forbidden from talking to the parents about it. You know, there's stuff that happens and and the the teachers can't talk to the parents. The kids can't. So (laughs) there's just so much weird stuff going on that's coming between families and parents that that we're trying to fix America in, in, in the way that we can from the ground up by helping kids in schools. To totally understand where you guys are coming from, uh, just on the mission perspective. So I, I feel like with both of you guys resonate, uh, Herb, I know we're going to go into it the second part. So I'll leave that. I don't want to uh, forget about you. Um, but yeah, definitely love to pick mindsets. We'll jump on that in a second. But Christina, I love the way that you were talking, you know, about being a teacher and, and realizing that, hey, you know, these things uh, no longer really resonated with you. When you were seeing all these things that are wrong, I know it probably took a lot out of you because you probably pointed it out. And then it was something where it was like, now nah, I got to kind of be quiet because I don't want to get myself into some water that I don't want to be in. Because uh, that was me in the military. You know, it's like you're at that point where it's like questioning your integrity or, you know, uh, not doing the right thing. So, when we're building these traditional values, especially for our home, because you guys mentioned, you know, us being on attack. And I realize that, you know, now it's uh, definitely, you know, getting in the masculine is something that's not as recommended. And people are like always attacking it. Oh, it's toxic masculinity. And you're like, yeah, but at the same time, like you have to teach a man to be a man and all these different things because the world is harsh in our eyes, you know, and you can't be that soft uh, kid who's going through the, the water because they're going to just eat you alive. So when we're building those traditional values, uh, we're building the core values that our family is built on. What do you guys recommend that we do to get everybody all on the same page so we know that we live, we breathe uh, these values? So the biggest thing with that is, of course, starting with communication from when they're very, very young. What are your family core values? What do you stand for? What does your family stand for? What do you want to exude out into the community? Are you helpers? Are you faith-based? Are you um, people who, you know, are ready to stand up for the good fight? You know, those kinds of things. So find those core values and make sure you're talking about it with your kids as they're growing, as they're learning. So, you know, I hope you don't mind you two little ones. I think everybody knows that. And, you know, even though they're little by hearing that message when they're little, this starts helping them know where the family is coming from. And then of course, doing it, you know, let's do things together as a family. Don't just send them off to school. So that's how I would get started. And that's how I would hope families really are coming back together and doing. Yeah. And, and kind of to add to that, <clears throat> you have two little ones, like she says you are already educating your kids mm-hmm. you we talked about it a little bit ahead of time you're 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 um exhibiting the the niceties the manners. the politeness the yeah. manners you're saying yes ma'am thank you and your children are picking up on this so you are already teaching your children mm-hmm. now yeah. We just want to take that and make it more formalized so that you're you're doing that throughout everything that that you do and and then you don't have to take your kids to school because then when they get to school they're spending eight hours a day with somebody else instead of you you know right now i think that the average teenage child is spending less than half an hour a day in meaningful conversation with their parents and they're at school for eight hours a day with with that 
environment, other influences, environment. Other influences. Yeah. so if you have family core values you have half an hour a day to try and get those and eight hours a day where the kids are getting other information so if you want your family values to be center in your family then you need to take control of that you're already educating you're already teaching the politeness you're already teaching your values it's just when it comes time for the actual schooling part yeah. you should you should take control of that too and and we can help with that absolutely and i love that you guys say that and that's something i'm big on especially like for instance like uh the little one picking up cuss words and it's something where it's like hey you know we're gonna stop that like being around family they thought it was funny one time and i was like hey we're gonna stop it and they were like why i was like I will approve of it if she's upset and she's talking about the way she's feeling and I feel effing this way. Perfect. You know what I mean? And then we can start, oh, wow, use that word. You know, it must have very a lot of power behind it. Like then you can walk them through it, but like to casually just say it or whatever, you know, there's a way we can be able to be somewhat formal and clean it up. I'm not going to be jumping all over it. You know, my parents are sticklers and strict and it made me realize, you know, that I can be two different ways. Uh, but at the same time, it was like getting smart because again, you know, we're talking about the outside world and what that picture is. And for me, I really at a young age, it's like, hey, sometimes you just stick out. So it's like anything you do, you're going to attract attention. So you dress a certain way, you act a certain way. Uh, parents were far right conservative. So it was funny because like the way that they would say certain things and I'd be like, you know what? You're right to an extent. You know, it's like that's the way certain people think. So for me to, you know, act a fool or dress a certain way and act a fool, I'm drawing myself unnecessary attention. So it was like, I got to be smarter, know exactly what to do, knew how to communicate and talk in different rooms. Uh, so for that second part, you know, uh, Herb, I know we talked about you, you know, going through your injuries as well, brother, and figuring out, hey, you know, what aligns to you? Um, what were some of the things you were working through mentally when you were having that injury and you realized that, hey, you know, uh, I'm no longer going to be able to be the same and I'm going to have to treat my body as a vessel and make sure that I'm taking care of myself, uh, unlike I've done something, in, you know, in the past. So it has been a lot of years and I am still in the process of learning that lesson. Um, it got kind of scrambled. I damaged some structures and some of the things just aren't really going to work right anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so what was I thinking? I actually thought I was going crazy because like I said, I hurt myself when I was snowboarding mm -hmm. and I landed really hard. I hurt my shoulder, hurt my hip, spent several months working on the body and then as I was coming back from that, my business fell apart. I stopped being able to talk with my with my business partners. Um, my sales guy, I actually yelled at him. And it's like, that's not that's not me. I'm not that kind of a guy. So I lost my emotional stability. I lost my executive decision making functions. So my business fell apart. And I I, I thought I was going crazy. Yeah. Um, I I. I Again, I got really depressed. Everything went wrong. I started searching for alternate treatments. Um, I actually got involved in psychedelics and became a psychedelic integration coach through that process because they actually fixed enough to help me come back to earth. And, and now I'm starting to rebuild. I'm still regrowing. So I'm still in that process. Um, and it's going to be a process that's going to take the rest of my life. But I am I am taking care of we're starting a school and and part of part of the school working on this, helping the other people helps me because as I as I talk about these attitudes, as I talk about the learning, yeah. then it starts to rewire my brain in that way as well. So so by helping other people, I'm slowly healing and fixing myself as well. And it also helped point us in the direction that, you know, we're talking about education. 
but it's not just the academics. It's the academic or the education of the whole child and the whole family, not just attitudes, but also um, learning styles and family styles and different things like that, that help really build that strong family core. Yeah. I found out so much about brain science, personality, brain recovery, learning, because, you know, I messed it up. I had to figure out what it was. Yeah. And so there's so many, there's so many personality traits that mm-hmm. if if you start teaching your children that, that being an introvert means that you're not going to be out there in front of the classroom, being the class clown, being all of that. And you don't have to feel bad because, oh, hey, I wish I could be like that guy out there being all popular, but that's not who you are inside. Mm-hmm. So by, by teaching the children that, that the the little psychological things at age appropriate levels to to under so you know when we were a kid it's like oh everybody's different shine your light but what does that mean yeah now if you can go in and start talking hey this is how your brain works this is your personality this is how you can take that deck of cards that hand that you're dealt with and play the game to fit your personality to fit your style and if we had had that as a kid Mm -hmm. then we could have like honed into what we wanted to do sooner instead of always be like wow i wish i could be like that i'm less than i wish i could be like that and even sometimes the 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 sports popular people like wow i wish i could study i wish i was smart like those guys i wish i could do that so at any any the 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 quiet shy people have have problems wanting to be this way the popular people have their own issues so everybody has problems it's just from my point of view, your problems look like look like things that I want to have. Grass is always greener. Grass is always greener. So <laughs> by teaching children that, by getting that information into the school, and again, this is the stuff that I learned after I hurt myself, we can stop so much trauma. We can help children find their mm-hmm. place, their route better, um, be more solid within themselves going forward and, and live a, a more secure, not secure, um, purpose purposeful purpose life driven life there we go no i love that 100 percent, and i think definitely that's something that you know it's important to me as well uh kind of just guiding the children helping them in that way because again you know it's on their scale and what they're at and i realized for myself it's like i had two different parts of me uh so there was an adhd bouncing off the fucking walls at school just ah, and then one of my buddies used to be like hey man like we're gonna go to this party you're going to be cool. And I'm just chill. And he's like, why? And I'm like, oh, I really don't like being around people. So I'm really quiet and, and whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? You talk all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but it's to whoever I can connect with. See, you know, if I, I thrive off that emotional connection, so I'll make jokes, whatever, you know, and if we hit it off, cool. But if we don't, the way my brain works, I check out and I'm like over here in fantasy land, just sitting there thinking about other things and motivated. Or if I find out that somebody uh, has no motivation and then they're complaining, it's something where like I easily am like, oh, I can't handle this and I just emotionally check out. So I'm like, that's one thing that I noticed myself was like, I'd be like, oh, I'm an extroverted introvert. And it's like, I can talk to anybody, but deep down, you know, I just thrive on those real connections. Uh, Cause that's just where I can just feel like I can be me versus, you know, getting out of that shell. Cause again, like I said, you know, uh, having to always formulate your personality around who you're around definitely molds you into something else. So I love the way you guys said that. Cause definitely if you can teach kids at a young age, Hey, you know, this is your style, whatever for me it took till I was older uh, to realize like, Hey, I don't have a problem. It's just that I'm so passionate about what I am to when I talk about something else or I hear resistance. Uh, now it's to the point to where it's like, you can notice it quick. 
Um, and I start laughing a little bit because it's like when you give up those uh, rejections, even to yourself, you know, we're talking about our belief system. I can't do something for, so for instance, uh, I was talking about money. Um, one time I had to sit in seventh grade, I had to sit in front of my principal. Uh, we had money problems. I needed $13 to go on a field trip. And I just remember being so hurt because I didn't know. My mom didn't tell me ahead of time. She just called the school saying, like, oh, I handled it. And I'm over here thinking my mom paid the thing. So principal's like, oh, you don't have $13. And I remember being so pissed. Like, you're not going to tell me I'm broke. You're not going to tell me this. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and accept it. You know, and I just remember thinking that day, like, just the stories we tell ourselves. And like, my mom was like, yeah, you know, we're working through it. We're going to get some money, but I don't work. You know, it's hard. And I just... I just remember to myself, like, I'm not going to sit here and just say I can't have what I want or, or whatever. You're just going to label me as something. So when we're working with our kids uh, and I know labels, something that we do, you know, like we we talked about earlier, uh, don't say I'm sorry, say I apologize, you know, take that responsibility, um, show them what it means to be able to lead. So when we're looking at it and we're looking at kind of just working through uh, I know a lot of times, especially with kids, you know, they'll get in trouble and then they think like, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Like, how do we help them understand that, hey, that emotion is okay. And secondly, you know, that emotion could lead you to something greater if you're able to understand a little bit, hey, you know, this is why I came this way. Maybe I'm reactive because of X, Y, and Z, or maybe I was treated a certain way. Uh, so that's why I was conditioned to kind of think a certain way. So I, a lot of that has to do with that talking and that communicating that I was kind of talking about, because as you're doing things as an adult, as your children are growing up around you, they learn by watching you and by listening to you. And so in the classroom, one of the things that you do a lot is that you explain as you're doing it. So I'm doing this because of this, and I'm doing this because I want to feel like, or I want to improve in this area. And that helps the kids kind of start synthesizing and figuring it out as well. Oh, wait, dad did this when he was angry. So you must act like this. Oh, wait, this time he acted like this. So now, so why? And so then if you were able to kind of pick up on that and explain, well, you know, yesterday when I got really mad, I yelled and screamed because I was already upset. And I couldn't handle that emotion at that time. Today, I got upset, but I was able to take a deep breath. And the reason I did that was because yesterday I realized I was kind of out of control. I don't feel like feeling like that. So those kinds of explanations as you're doing things is really that base of how to help those kids synthesize and process. And that's one thing that a lot of our families are lacking. They aren't communicating. They aren't talking about the day. They aren't talking about how they're processing things. They're you know, unfortunately, they're picking up little screens and watching everybody else's reactions instead of really making that family connection. So I think that would be one of the best ways to do it, not just a label, but explain what that label means and that you're not stuck with that label, but you can use it to your benefit and understand yourself a little bit better. And there are a lot of really new cool tools and techniques and ideas that are out there. Mm -hmm. So the the emotional intelligence is is kind of strong out there now. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know, schools are bringing that in a little bit in a way to control the children, but not necessarily make them full, healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm Under using that understanding word, understood. The so, process, yeah. And and also even the the growth mindset by like core 
by Carol Dweck, the, the yet, the word yet, I can't do that. Love that yet. word. That's the best word in the world. Teach so, kids yet. <laughs> so some of these new tools, some of these new ideas are so much easier to bring into the home than they are into the classroom. The so yeah. being able to talk with your children about emotional intelligence mm -hmm. in the process of teaching your kids that you're going to learn more about that too. It'll make you a better person. So this is one of the things that yeah. You know, kind of we talked about the family union. So it's not just educating your children. It's it's also bringing that learning back to you, too. Mm -hmm. um, less than 50% of the people in the United States can read above a sixth grade level. And right now, that's bad. right now, it's like in, in the Hillsborough School District, which is our school district. Um, I, I think less than half of the seniors are graduating can actually read at all. And part of that is, is as soon as they get behind a little bit in the education system, they're just being pushed, they're just being pushed through because they have to be taught this on this date. They have to be taught this on this date. They have. So as soon as they get a little bit behind, they're just left behind. So if they're not fully on it, fully engaged the whole time, then, then that, then those yets, then those, then those growth opportunities don't happen. They get behind and then they're just pushed through and left behind and, and just, you know, so we need we need these growth mindsets. We need this emotional intelligence. We need to get the kids wanting to learn how to love again and, and to and to strengthen the family unit. Yeah. Boom. I love that so much. We're talking about just regulating your emotions, number one. Uh, then the emotional intelligence. And that's something I learned, especially being married uh, to my wife. It's just asking better questions and not necessarily better questions, but like sometimes you're going to ask the same thing four different ways and you're going to word it differently. And you're like, you're getting frustrated, you know, during that time because you're like, man, I'm asked this question, but it's like, no, you haven't, you know, you haven't asked it well enough or you haven't uh, effectively communicated and hit that point. Uh, or maybe you just need to rephrase what they're saying so they sound seen and heard. And then you could just go on with what you say, because now, you know, it's going to have uh, a whole different meaning to it. So I love the way that you guys mentioned that there. Um, and and last thing here, you know, before we get to the last question, let's jump in and just cover out business. Uh, so building your guys's business, obviously niche market, you know, you're teaching parents how to get the power back to themselves, you know, how to build that family unit. Uh let's see the community aspect, you know, what's the power been like when you're able to just get around other people, you know, and just really help them out getting back, you know, what's important to them in their lives. It It's amazing whenever you see those small changes in the family. So like one of the families called and talked to me and they were having a hard time with their kids and homework is like, you know, and the parents had different viewpoints of what to do with homework. So one was like, Oh no, the kids come home. They sit down immediately and they do their homework so we don't have to worry about it the rest of the night. And the other parent was like, no, they need break. They need it. You know, we'll take care of it and we'll do it right before bedtime. And so I started talking to them about that. And it's like, because that's the way they did it in their household when they were younger. But then I come in with the teacher perspective and say, think about this. Your child has just spent a lot of energy and a lot of emotional control in that six, seven hours at school. Do you think that maybe they might need a break when they get home so they can decompress a little bit and be in that mindset to be able to handle that homework? Yeah. Do you think maybe they need a snack to get their blood sugars back regulated and things like that? Could that be happening a little bit later? Give them a break, give them a snack, and then bring them back so why mom's maybe fixing dinner 
the kids can be around the table doing the homework, et cetera. And that shift alone caused a big shift in the family because now there wasn't a fight about homework and the kids were feeling better because they weren't being pressured to you know, keep performing when they were tapped out for a little while and those kinds of things. So yeah, when those kinds of communications start happening and we start helping families, it's an amazing little shift, but a big shift in the same way. Yeah. And also getting them out of school. There's so many things that will calm their nervous system down just by not being in school. So mm-hmm. big one for me is diet. The The diet in the school is horrific. They pump so much sugar into these kids that it dysregulates their mind. It throws them out. And then they tell them to sit still and be quiet and line up in rows. And as a, you know, you said you had ADHD, that that lining up kids and sitting them down, pumping them full of sugar, and then telling them to sit still. That's just absolutely crazy. Now at home, you'll be able to have, well, hopefully you'll be able to have a better diet. Um, that is that is one of the things that we talk about mm-hmm. and some of the experts we brought in is yeah. is diet, how to actually use eating and preparing food as education and family building. So you make food. So mm-hmm. how many kids today graduate high school and get married and have never cooked a meal in their life? They've never balanced a checkbook. So by bringing the kids home, you get to teach them the meals, you get to teach them the life skills, you get mm-hmm. to you know, when you're when you're doing your business, you get to go through business finances with them. They get to see you working instead of seeing a teacher up there propagandizing them, which they don't even know that's happening. But they they get to see, you know, families working, what real life is like, what happened, you know, family economics instead of just being shipped off while the family life happens. So, you know, you bring them home, you bring you teach them real life and be in the community with them all the yeah. time. Yep. And and when the kids actually start to connect, it's like we've we've seen kids who were behind, who hated school. And then once they start to connect, they they catch up so fast and then they just accelerate. It's like this kid hated school and now they're on their, their stuff learning on their own whenever they can. They're drawing, they're playing their music, they're doing yeah. the stuff that they enjoy on purpose instead of you having to push them into it. Yeah. Boom. I, I absolutely love that. Because again, you know, you're really giving that power back to them, but understanding or excuse me, teaching them first off that, hey, you know, you're going to figure out your rhythm, uh, what's important to you when eventually they're going to get it. And that's what I like, you know, as you guys are kind of teaching them that, walking them down those ways and then just being there and definitely, you know, if you can teach them the business, uh, the financial, you know, how to close deals and, and just talk to people genuinely, not, you know, a hard close or anything crazy, you know, where, uh, you teach them anything bad, but you teach them, hey, you know, this is what you can do. You can talk to people, build relationships. And now it's a complete different conversation. Now it's just showing who you are off your values because you bring, show up in the room and everybody knows, uh, hey, you know, we know what you're about. So love that there. Last thing we'll say here, um, where could people find you if they want to keep up with you guys or want to hear more of your story? So the best way to um, find out more is follow me on Facebook. So Christina Haver on Facebook, and that's where I post all my links and stuff are there. So you can DM me. I'm a real person. I'll take your messages, right? Also, you can send me questions. Um, And then we have a website, vibrantfamilyeducation.com that tells a little bit more of our story. And you can book a call to talk to me about what we're talking about, right? Or the other way um, that 
you can really get a good flavor for us is our own podcast, which is called Bringing Education Home. And that's where we've been bringing in those other education experts and community experts to help families explore this whole idea of, oh, what could education look like? What can I learn to help teach my kids? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're bringing experts like for diet, for um, for homework, Reading, for homework, yeah. scheduling, for you know, there's there's so many so many ways that we can bring in. So and it's 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 so it's funny because sometimes we bring people on our podcast and they're like, "You're about education. I'm not really sure how I'm going <laughs> to fit into this podcast." And then as we're talking and the questions that we ask, it's like, so this is how you relate to education. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize how important that aspect was. So it's really cool when we're talking with people that that seem not related and then they finally catch that little that little thing that we see. Yep. And it's like, wow, we really can help your parents. Yeah. We really can help the families. And so it's it's just fun watching our guests like come alive as, as they see the possibilities as well. I I love that as well. And then I do the same thing here, um, shifting around just mindset. And then sometimes even getting, you know, plant-based people in here, uh, not that I am plant-based, but just asking them questions to me like, Hey man, you know, what could I do to get healthier? Uh, cause on my end, I'm not giving up meat. So it's just like, Hey, you know, what's working for you. Uh, maybe I'll try it out, you know, and definitely realize like when you challenge yourself, when you think about other things, when you incorporate different things in, you know, when you, uh, just add more to your repertoire, you figure out like, Hey, you know, this resonates with me and this doesn't new practices. Uh, so love that you guys do that. And I'll leave you with the last question here. What would you say to the previous version of yourself who is looking to recalibrate your mindset? You guys don't know where to start. You're just trying to align yourself with your definition of success. Hmm. Don't be afraid to step out there because I was so comfortable being that teacher in that classroom for 27 years. That is hard to shift out of it. But once I took that step and I moved away from my first school into the second school, I saw that I could do different things. And then stepping out of the classroom into this role has, again, opened my eyes. So don't be afraid. Take it bit by bit and take that step. Yeah. One of the interesting things that we have heard from people who have started this program and started this process is they wish they had done it sooner. So start your process start sooner. start your process if, if if you're if you're here like man i'm tired of the school system stop complaining about it actually step into it and see if it's going to work because because mm-hmm. complaining about it talking about it saying how bad it is is just adding to that energy so it's time if, if you're there say hey i at least want to check into this so so give us a call you know it's it's not an obligation but we can talk you through it we can talk about what it's going to look like we actually have a program to help people their first four weeks just really accelerate and get out of school and we also have other programs that that we help you all along the way so it's like if if you if you, you are tell, you would tell yourself yeah get started if you are <laughs> if you are to the point where it's like school's bad i need something different take the first step because that that's the hardest one. And so many people's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this is going to look like. So they don't ever take that first step. Come ask us. This is what we're here for. It's, there's no obligation. Hear what we have to say. We'll give you lots of tools, lots of stuff to help you get out and be on your way. Because even if you're not going to work with us, we need to save America by getting our kids out of school and into a proper education. education. 
Amen. And, and thank you guys. You know, you guys have been amazing guests. We'll definitely have you on in the future. Uh, so thank you guys again. You know, I think you guys summed it up well with just all the steps you guys are doing and really helping people get into there. And then secondly, you know, teaching people, empowering them to, to really get that power back, figure out for themselves, hey, you know, the life you want to live. Uh, so thank you guys again. You're very, You're welcome. very welcome. It has been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so very much. This it's It's really great that someone is out there trying to to help spread the messages of hope and, and growth. And so, you know, so many people right now are so negative and focused on all of the problems and aren't actually doing the work to make things better. So thank you for being here. Yo, if you didn't already, leave a five-star rating and review. That way we can keep this message going. Go to thewinnersparadigms.com, subscribe, and join our Facebook group if you really want to fucking win, man. I don't need to keep saying this, uh, but really it's a fact. You know, if you want to be around winners, you got to be able to implement yourself into it. You got to be able to challenge your mindset, and that's exactly what we're doing. It's an honor. Peace. I'm not sure why they act like tools. Can't win at the same time. It's more than just sales and scaling your business with me and mine. When the kitchen got hot, we kept it moving. With us, there's always room for improvement. You got the juice, you got to